Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Friends, we're about to look at Psalm 10. And if you heard my discussion of Psalm 9 previously, you know that many scholars believe Psalm 9 and 10 were one continuous psalm. In fact, in the ancient um, Greek version of the Old Testament known as the Septuagint, they are still to this day contained as one psalm. So Psalm 9 and 10 are one continuous narrative in the Septuagint version. The Septuagint is used by Bible translators in virtually every translation that's ever been done into any language because um, it is extremely old. It's a Greek version of the Old Testament scriptures. And so it was uh, around in the first century. It's been around for many, many centuries, in fact, um, for millennium. But if, in fact, this is a two-parter, then the inscription for Psalm 9, giving the attribution to David, is applicable for Psalm uh, 10 as well. In Psalm 10, there's no internal attribution, but the author is believed to be Davidic because of what I just just told you, that it continues. And so in Psalm 9, it says this is for the director of music to the tune of a known psalm in that day called The Death of the Son. And so once again, our assumption is that this too was intended to be a musical psalm uh, to that same tune. So just a continuing thing. Now, the psalm itself, in terms of the occasion, King David was often opposed by unrighteous people in his life, from Saul to the the Philistines to others that um, uh, attempted to do him harm. And so within the psalm, David um, gives us observations concerning wicked people and concerning his enemies. He calls on God to defend him. He calls on God to punish his enemies. And um, some of the characteristics within this psalm, Psalm uh, 10, are considered imprecatory, meaning they're calling down judgment on the psalmist's enemies. And so um, to our, our Western Christian ears, that may sound a little harsh, but remember, David was a warrior king. Uh, he fought uh, battles almost continually in the days of his flesh, and uh, so as a warrior, he recognized enemies, and he recognized that God needed to deal harshly with his enemies. And so um, uh, sometimes in our attempts to be religious, perhaps we're, we're a little too soft. But David could never be accused of being soft. So um, as we begin with um, uh, Psalm 10, let's listen to the words of, believed to be words of David, and think about him as the warrior king. Think about him observing his enemies and wicked people and calling on the Lord to act. Psalm 10. Why, Lord, do you stand far off? Why do you hide yourself in times of trouble? In his arrogance, the wicked man hunts down the weak who are caught in the schemes he devises. He boasts about the cravings of his heart. He blesses the greedy and reviles the Lord. In his pride, the wicked man does not seek him. In all of his thoughts, there's no room for God. His ways are always prosperous. Your laws are rejected by him. He sneers at all of his enemies. He says to himself, nothing will ever shake me. He swears, no one will ever do me harm. His mouth is full of lies and threats. Trouble and evil are under his tongue. He lies in wait near the villages. 
From ambush, he murders the innocent. His eyes watch in secret for his victims. Like a lion in cover, he lies in wait. He lies in wait to catch the helpless. He catches the helpless and drags them off in his net. His victims are crushed. They collapse. They fall under his strength. He says to himself, God will never notice. He covers his face and never sees. Arise, Lord. Lift up your hand, O God. Do not forget the helpless. Why does the wicked man revile God? Why does he say to himself, He won't call me to account? But you, God, you see the trouble of the afflicted. You consider their grief, and you take it in hand. The victims commit themselves to you. You are the helper of the fatherless. Break the arm of the wicked man. Call the evildoer to account for his wickedness that would not otherwise be found out. The Lord is king forever and ever. The nations will perish from his land. You, Lord, hear the desire of the afflicted. You encourage them and you listen to their cry. Defending the fatherless and the oppressed so that mere earthly mortals will never again strike terror. And so a very um, powerful psalm from David uh, calling on God first to appear. He says, why, Lord, do you stand far off? Why do you hide yourself? He's asking the Lord to respond uh, to the words that follow. And then he gives an extended description of the wicked. He says, the wicked hunt down the weak. Um, The wicked boast about the cravings of their heart. The wicked bless the greedy. They revile the Lord. Uh, In their pride, they don't seek the Lord. In their thoughts, there's no room for God. Uh, The Lord's laws are rejected by the wicked. He sneers at his enemies. He says to himself, nothing will ever shake me. Uh, The wicked's mouths are full of lies. Uh, The wicked lie in ambush for the innocent. He goes on and on. And he says to himself, the wicked says, that God will never notice. And the wicked man never sees that he will be held accountable to God. So David asked the Lord to arise in the form of a prayer. He says, Arise, Lord, lift up your hand, O God. Do not forget the helpless. So don't forget the victims, God. Uh, defend the victims from the, from the wicked. And then David asked a question. He may have been genuinely perplexed. He says, Why does the wicked man revile God? Why does the wicked say to himself, He won't call me to account? In other words, This is such foolishness, David can't understand the motivation and the ignorance of the wicked not to reveal that there is a God first and foremost, and then secondarily, since there is a God, he will indeed call humans to account for their actions. David goes on to make some further um, observations, and he makes a strong imprecatory uh, request. He asks God to break the arm of the wicked. Now, that sounds, again, harsh, but remember the warrior, David. And so David um, said these words, verse 14, But you, God, see the trouble of the afflicted. You consider their grief, and you take it in hand. The victims commit themselves to you, and you're the helper of the fatherless. Break the arm of the wicked. Call the evildoer to account for his wickedness that would not otherwise be found out. And so David is saying, those who think they're getting away from something, with something, Lord, um, in their continuing bad behavior, arrest them, break their arm, uh, break their ability to do these evil things. 
And then he goes on and finishes this um, powerful psalm uh, with a, his his personal assurance that God sees everything and God will ultimately do what's right. He says, the Lord is king forever and ever. The nations will perish from his land. You, Lord, hear the desire of the afflicted. You encourage them and you listen to their cry, defending the fatherless and the oppressed so that mere earthly mortals will never again strike terror. And so, Lord, we, like David, have the assurance that you see everything and you will indeed do what's right. Lord God, you are the king forever and ever. Even though many on the earth do not recognize you, in their ignorance they say to themselves that you will never call them to account. But Lord, we ask that you would hear the desires of the afflicted, that you would defend the fatherless and the impressed, that you would encourage those who love you and serve you and defend them against those wicked who would do them harm. Lord, we ask that in our humanity, our trust would never be neglected, Lord, that you would defend us both here on this side of the grave and in the days that come next. Strike terror into those in the earth, Lord, who would oppose your purposes and oppose your people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.